Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. He's a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. He's a well-respected national high school football recruiting analyst. Craig Biggins. Together they bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. <laughs> welcome, welcome. You're now listening to the transparent truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. I'm in the building. I'm in the Miracle Mile. I'm alone. Solo, dolo, for show though. But it's all good, though, because I got one of my boys with me on the line. One of the top five cornerbacks in America. Helen from a special place right now in my heart. Kansas City, Missouri. I got Mr. Dante Manning. D-Man, what up, though? What's up with it? What up? My boy D-Man is in the building. Kansas City, Missouri. Stand up. Yes, sir. A16. A16, my guy. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Dante Manning, top five cornerback in America, elite cover guy, can also come up and be physical out of the secondary, was recently committed to the University of Oklahoma, decommitted, and now has his options open. Recruitment open. So, D-Man, let's start it off, big dog. Um, let's go back to the beginning a little bit, right? Talk to me about when you started playing football. Who were you? Uh, Honestly, I started football when I was in about the third grade, and I was real ch- chubby and real slow. So, I was actually playing center, guard, and tackle. I didn't have no skill position. Yeah, so that's all good. A lot of great players started that way. So you played center guard and tackle. Were you a beast on that line, or were you just a guy? Or were you, were you a jag? But a jag is called nah. just a guy. Or were you a beast on that line? No, nah, I was a I was a jag back in third grade. Yeah, you were just a jag. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So who'd you grow up playing for in Pop Warner in Kansas City? Honestly, well, since I came from like a single parent home with my dad still being in my life, I kind of played for my mom. You know, like anytime she'd be mad and struggling or anything like that, I'd just take it out on the field. Okay, so what team did you play for? Uh, the KC Ravens. The KC Ravens. Any guys from that team still playing ball that are kind of significant um, in, in high school football right now? Oh, yeah. We got my boy Vontae Parker. He was our QB. We got my boy Tony Franz. Okay. He played running back and everything else, and he's out there shining right now. Okay, that's what's up. Okay, so as a youth... You're a little overweight, played line. When did you kind of hit your growth spurt and start moving into skill position areas? Uh, actually, I didn't start moving into skills until I was about in seventh grade, seventh grade going to eighth grade. Okay, so that's when you kind of leaned out a little bit, hit your growth yeah. spurt, right? Picked up some speed. Yeah. So where did you start playing first in terms of skill position? Was it always a corner? Were you always in lockdown since middle school? Or, or how did uh, that nah. transpire? Uh, at first I played tight end and then moved to wide receiver. I really never thought about playing corner until I got to high school. Okay. But um, it, it's actually a funny way how I got uh, started playing corner, but I uh, started off at uh, safety. Okay. 
So you played some tight end, you played some receiver. Then you moved on into high school, right? You moved on into right. high school. What school do you go to right now? Tell the people. Oh, that, that Raytown High School. Yes, sir. Raytown High School in Kansas City, Missouri, baby. So you went into high school. You've had your experiences on the line. You played some receiver. You played some tight end. How did you get from that to a top five cornerback in the nation and a World Bowl commit? Well, it wasn't easy. I'll tell you, this worked uh, more than anything. But uh, I found myself at 7-on-7 seven seven trying to uh, start varsity for wide receiver and wasn't getting as much reps as I wanted. So um, corner position, we lacked depth. So I tried out for a corner. Ended up being kind of goatee at it. So that's where I've been ever since. So I say it's just work ethic. Okay, so who do you attribute your rise just in terms of your ability? I mean, do you have a special trainer? Do you have a special coach? Um, you want to shout out your high school coach. Who are the guys that you can point to and say, you know what, this guy or these guys helped me get to where I am today? Shoot, I, I got to give a, a, a big thanks to my head coach and my, my skill position coach, uh, Coach Red, my, my track coach, all my track coaches, Coach Hutton. Coach Williams, everybody, like, everybody really has, like, put their business into what I'm doing, becoming, and still becoming. That's nice. So, on the Raytown High School team, you play cornerback, you've played some safety, you play any offense? Oh, yeah. I work, uh, I work that slide, that wide receiver, punt return, kick return. Okay, wide receiver. So, you all-around athlete, big-time ball player, no question about it. How'd you guys' season go last year? What'd you guys end up? What'd you do? What was your record? Tell, me, tell the people uh, all about that. We ended up eight and two, which will uh, bring up the first winning season in about twenty six years. Yeah, uh, ended up becoming a conference champ in uh, North Kansas City, and uh, we came up shy uh, after the second round of the playoffs. Okay, so this year, I know you guys got big plans. What are the goals this year? What are the team goals? What are your individual goals? My team goal is to have everybody on the same page this year because I know we lacked that uh, last year, and I just want to come out with a state uh, championship. My individual goal, I say I want to build as a player, uh, transpire that into college ball, wherever I may end up, and just, just ball out. Sounds good. So you committed to University of Oklahoma, okay? And great school, Lincoln Riley, great coach. And then what happened? Tell the people. Uh, mainly it was uh, me having to take a step back and looking at all my options. I make a decision that's going to affect my whole life. So not saying that Oklahoma is not one of the top schools because they still remain a top school, but I really had to make a decision and take a step back and make sure I'm evaluating it before I make a life decision. Okay. What initially made what initially made you feel like I needed to go to commit to Oklahoma? What What was it about Oklahoma that you liked that you said that you wanted to be there? I fell in love with the coaching style. I fell in love with the players. Coach Lincoln Riley is probably the coolest head, one of the coolest head coaches out there. And, like, he's, he's like, he's real chill. Like, what you get when you go on your OB or a regular game, game that's what you're going to get every day. Okay. So, just in terms of um, Lincoln Riley and, and the success that they've had in the recent history and in the, the past history at OU, you decommit. You open up your recruitment. Who are you looking at now? And if you can, um, give us it in order of kind of priority. So if you had a number one, a number two, another number three school right now, 
who would that be? Uh, I'm still figuring a lot of stuff out, so that's kind of hard. But I would honestly say uh, Texas A&M is kind of at the top. Okay. Uh, second would probably be Mizzou, my home state. Nice. Uh, just, just having a legacy uh, for my hometown and stuff like that. Uh, LSU, uh, Oregon. Many, like, uh, all the schools are in consideration, but if I had to rank them, that would be the order. Okay, A&M, Missouri coach Odom, hometown boy. Yeah. That, no, that sounds good. What do, what do you like about Missouri? Other than a hometown school, what do you like about the University of Missouri? Because that sounds intriguing to hometown fans to have a hometown hero stay home. Because I was, I was thinking about it, and um, just thinking about, like, Kansas City where – the nickname of Kansas City is Killer City and people dying every day. And for somebody like me to actually make an impact on Missouri and Kansas City or where I'm from right now, that you can actually make it without having to sell drugs or do dope or anything like that. Yeah. That it's, it's always another way. So honestly, that kind of impacted me. And just to coach me, the conversation me and coach had that day, you know, about life, wherever I go, you know, I'm going to make it to the league and, or whatever my dreams are. So that that really uh, put a, a number on me. What what coaches are you closest with on that staff in Missouri? Uh, mostly everyone, but I got to uh, shout out Coach Gibbs, Coach Curtis, Coach Aiden, Coach Ob, Coach Davis, everybody. They all my dogs. No, that's what's up. That's what that's what's up, D man. So let's transition. We we've talked back in the day football. We talked high school. We talked recruiting. Let's talk a little family. You talked about your mom, your single parent. Yeah. Single parent household. Tell the people a little bit about your mom that they may they may not know. Uh, my mom is the strongest black woman probably you'll ever meet in your life. Uh, she always been there for me, uh, whether it's sports, uh, grades. And if I wasn't making the grades, then I wasn't making it in sports. So she really always been just preaching that uh, grades come before anything, and that's really uh, have shown in my grades and stuff like that. And uh. Yeah, she's basically just been there. My number one supporter through everything. When 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 lights are lights are night and lights are off and it's time for bed, what are what are some of the conversations you and mom have about the future? Uh, one thing she always tell me is the world is yours, the choice is yours, so just do it. So wherever I go or wherever I end up, I know she will be supporting me. Whether it's halfway across the country or right in my home state. No question about it. Let's talk a little bit about people in your community. Like you said, Killer City. A lot of not-so-nice things going on. If Donald Trump visited, he'd probably attack it and probably call it some some not-so-nice things as well. Talk to us about Kansas City, where you're from, and what goals you have um, moving forward with the city? Well, Kansas City, like I said, it's not it's not the, one of the best places. Um, but yet there is potential. I know a lot of people bad shame and, and really shame Kansas City for how much killing goes on and how much negativity there is. But it's so much positive aspects in the city. You know, one of my dreams is to make it big in the league and actually give back to my community like, my own community don't support each other. Like, you have to be an outside type of artist to actually look in and someone actually support you. So what I want to do is create a foundation where those underground rappers or those undercover artists or someone that is like a fashion designer, you know, 
I give them a, a chance to actually broadcast what the, their talent is and actually make their dreams come true the way mine came true. So really just giving back to this uh, community that I'm living in. No question. So, D-Man, you committed to the Pro Football Hall of Fame World Bowl. We know the World Bowl, one of the newest, swaggiest all-star games in the world. What made you commit to the World Bowl, and why are you excited to go to Mexico City? Well, it's, it's a couple big things. Really, just just listen to the name. It's, it's World Bowl, you know, in the world. It's not a local type thing. And it, it's honestly a big stage just to broadcast my talent with other people who either want to go better than me or lower than me. Just talent and competing. That's just, that's really something in the world. No question about it. When you're at the World Bowl, you get to work with maybe the greatest defensive back in the history of the game of football, Mr. Rod Woodson. What do you know about Rod, and what are your thoughts about working with such a legend in a Hall of Famer? It's, it's really a blessing, you know, someone who's been through the struggle and really has come up and living their, their best life, honestly, and coaching the game they love. That, that's something you'll never forget. No question. So what are you looking forward to most when you get down to Mexico City? We've talked off air. You know some things that are planned out in Mexico City. What are you looking forward to the most when you get off that plane? Shoot. Honestly, taking everything in, being honored to put that World Bowl, World Bowl gear on and actually representing where I'm from, kicking it with my boys, kicking it with you. You know how we do. No doubt. But, yeah. No chilling for real. No doubt. We're going to have a great time. Um, I want to transition real quick. In terms of, you know, Dante the person, tell the people something that they may not know about you that you, that you think that they should know about you. Um, I would say the people that don't know me would, would say I'm probably like a Hollywood type of person. Mm-hmm. But the people that really know me, I want the next person to make it better than me as as bad as the next person. I'm all for other people's success. I'm not broadcasting any of my like achievements or anything, but my motto is if I make it, the people around me gonna make it. So if that's calling a coach saying, look at this kid on my team or or honestly just getting somebody music out, that's what, that's what I do. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, I want to bring this baby to a close, D-Man. Um, But before I do that, I want to make sure I give you the opportunity to shout out anybody, anywhere um, that's going to hear this interview and you want to make sure you show them love because of what they either have been for you, what they've done for you, or what they're going to do for you. And I want to make sure you have that opportunity. So go ahead. I got you. Shout out to my brother and sister in Texas and my nephew. Shout out to my uh, little bro in North Carolina. Uh, shout out to my grandma in Mississippi, uh, all my family, CLG, Des, uh, long live Chris, long live Rihanna, uh, my pops, my stepdad, my little bros, Raytown football, Raytown track, Raytown basketball, Raytown volleyball, all of them, everybody, all my uh, circle, Dejan, Rissa, all of them, everybody. Everybody, man, that's that's what's up. D-Man, you know how I feel about you. We got jokes back and forth all day long, but you know I'm going to look out for you. Always your best interest. I'm excited about you being a part of the World Bowl. I'm excited about your 
senior season. I'm excited about where you're going to announce to the world that you're going to sign on National Signing Day Live on CBS Sports Network with 33 million people in the city of Mexico watching you. It's going to be one heck of a moment. Top five cornerback in the nation. And if you ask me, I'd probably call him top three Top four cornerback in the nation, Mr. Dante Manning, Kansas City, Missouri's own. Stand the f- up and represent for your guy. D-Man, I appreciate you for joining the Transparent Truth. Go have a great rest of your day, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Yes, sir. Holla at you, Coach. No doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dante Manning, one of the top players in America at his position and overall We appreciate you for joining us on The Transparent Truth. But before we go, we got to remind you that every week on this show, we have a Sleeper of the Week. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really entrenched in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us. This is Coach Keith signing off. The Transparent Truth, the number one high school football podcast in America. And you know what it is. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.